divine dolls. All right, so um, a lot of you are familiar with the case about the rapper that had been acquitted of murdering two young men. And three days after um, he was acquitted, he <clears throat> toe-tagged his, his pregnant girlfriend um, and basically... That resulted in the loss of her life and his first child. And, um, you know, I've, I've said this before. I've said this a thousand times. Um, to me, the young lady who uh, runs the channel Black Girl on Lost, that is such a labor of love, you guys. And I hope that if you get a chance, um, you get to subscribe you know, and show her your support because dealing with these type of um content, it really, y'all, this is, every time it's like, that's my little sister, that's my cousin, that could be, you know, people that I love and care about in the sense of like, it's a part of our collective, right? Um, There's a subconscious grieving that goes on with every single time. It just looks, feels so surreal when you see that, this person is no longer with us for just the most <clears throat> ridiculous reasons. And so, but um, I, if you get a chance, right, I think if you're ever going to watch um, the content covering, you know, the, this whole situation between, I think his name is Billy something, Billy Adams and the young lady's name is Alana Sims. I don't know if they named the baby or the 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 gender of the baby and um and the name, but <clears throat> the one cuz cuz she has one titled Full Trial Footage, uh rapper Ace and H arrested pregnant 22-year-old found next to her to her firstborn son cuz she had one son, and then she was pregnant with another child by this guy. And he had lured her. He told her that he wanted to go celebrate getting acquitted um, for the murder of the other two people. And he told her that he wanted to take her to a party. There was no party. So he told her that to get her out of the house, and then he assassinated her. Um... But <clears throat> this one is 35 minutes long. Right now I'm at the 20 minute mark. And it's a very fascinating um I guess very fascinating footage, trial footage and I guess this is her his defense attorney. And if you just want to hear the cacamani horseshit that he's spewing out, I really like how the judge is kind of just you know, asking questions. I mean, it's even things like maybe if I go back right before she starts talking. Let me see. If if you hear this last line, <laughs> you start to understand what you're kind of dealing with. Give me one second. So I'm going to go back. Let me let me see if I can play it here. One of the ways we control and prohibit and avoid inaccurate information is to make sure no information gets out. When I tell y'all, and it went exactly to where I wanted it, uh, I, I 
turn the volume up both on my laptop and on the thing here and it's really low but what he's complaining about is um, he just said the best way to control the information that goes out is to make sure that no information goes out because right now he's complaining that this story has gone viral you know um um he said i think daily news uh it came out on daily news it also came out in people magazine and i know several content creators have have covered it i myself like i said it's not even <clears throat> in any way to undermine from all of the other women that are losing their lives. It's just, it it really pierces my heart. I'm being so, I am a sensitive soul. It really pierces my soul. Every time I look at her face, I'm like, I cannot believe it's baby girl. Like, and her birthday, she just had her birthday Um, when you watch the beginning of the news clip on Black Girl on Lost. Um... The first trial date was on her, the, her first on her, I think it was like on her, she just turned 21 or 22, but I don't know the exact date, um, that it was done. And so it's just so sad, you know, has her whole life ahead of her. So pretty. So many of these instances, I just stare at the screen and it's like, I cannot, I cannot fully register like this whole breathing human being this whole person that was birthed and you know took their first steps and ate and started going to school and you know I always have this thing about the the person's personality like their ability to have laughter and to enjoy things and to be loved and hugged and cherished and being a part of a family unit or having a circle of friends and getting into the, you know, rhythm of life where this person has, you know, whether it's caregivers or um, like babysitters or preschool people or elementary school and teachers that are involved in their lives and and if they go to church and like they were a part of our community and then for them to just be vaporized is like so surreal to me, you know. Um, and so it's so senseless. But but um, it was interesting. His argument is kind of like he's trying to hint that we should censor the press that that, you know, he doesn't want the press covering this story and um <clears throat> it's just it's it's a lot but I'm glad I, I could probably play a little bit of her response let me let me check because I think she may come across louder because at the beginning she told him to pretty much speak into the mic talking to the mic and he's being a little bit belligerent but um let me go back like 10 seconds and play what he said because you said you hear how idiotic it sounds when he's like the best I wish I could do the twang. My parents always laugh at me because I do like really good um, voice impersonations. But I I um, just finished drinking something and it, it affects my ability to do like the intonation like nasal. But he's like, your owner. <laughs> I can't do it. 
And it's like the best way to prevent the release of information. And of no, the best way to prevent the release of inaccurate information is to give no information at all. And then it's literally funny because you can hear the crickets. I'm going to play it again. And then it kind of zooms into her face. And it's kind of like, you know, in her mind, she was like, what a dumb motherfucker. But she can't say that. She had to be diplomatic. Let me play just a little bit. Hold on. And prohibit and avoid inaccurate, not accurate. Prejudice is increased dramatically when that information is not accurate. So one of the ways we control and prohibit and avoid inaccurate information is to make sure no information gets out. <laughs> well, a couple more follow-up questions on that. Um, just so that we're clear, I do not, even though I am a judge, I do not have the ability to order mainstream media to be accurate in their reporting. Right, or you can't even censor them, so... Um, let me finish watching the rest of this, but yeah, in between all of this, you know, it's so important that we get this information out to our younger ladies. I know that, um, who was talking about a case the other day? Um, and at this point, it's kind of like, they're kind of blurred, but I know it was another, it might be the same case. No, no, no. It was, I know what it was. Um, it was sure enough another young lady she was biracial um and the mom the mom was saying that you know she took this guy in he was same thing estranged from his family was basically on the verge of becoming homeless like very troubled youth type of a thing and she thought that she could love him out of it it's kind of like well my daughter's with him so I'm going to provide him meals and invite him into her family. And he called her mom. He would call the the girlfriend's um, mother mom. And it, it might as well have just been, you know, empty promises type of a thing. He toe tags his wife, the, the, the daughter. And she's, it's hard because, you know, it's one thing to get the information out to mother to, to, um, I guess you could say to mothers too, but to the young girls, because some people you would say, okay, well, maybe they don't have, um, excuse me, um, they don't have a father or a mother that, um, can guide or counsel them or aunties and uncles, you know? Um, in a lot of ways, I count myself really, really lucky because for one, my parents brought me up really sheltered, so I wasn't allowed to date. So the conversations were never had and I didn't have any aunts or uncles growing up. Like I did, like on my mom's side, I have 12 aunts and uncles and on my dad's, I have like five, but they weren't, you know, having conversations with me about life or goals, dreams, dating or anything like that. So it's, I think what's, what stuck out to me about that case, um, was that it's like, I was thinking, well, what she didn't even have a mom or something to tell her, but in many cases, like, I think even the mom thinks you can 
love someone out of their um, degeneracy, right? You think that, and and remember, it's in a, in a roundabout way. For those of you who are kind of still, you know, biblical and still rock with me, y'all know I grew up in the church, and in many ways, sometimes I have to like shake past the indoctrination of, and then I know, (laughs) I know there's still residue of the way I was brought up and stuff, but in a roundabout way, we did pull up the the verse and I did not pull the actual verse because it did bother me a little bit, but there, the verse, there is a verse, I believe it's in Romans that says that men also are supposed to submit to their wives, but they very rarely, and I was just like, oh, we're not doing this. I kind of attempted to kind of pull it up, but I was like, I'm not going to go through everything to try to pull that up. I just, I didn't want to do Bible study type of thing. But in the verse that I did pull, it said, you know, men are supposed to love their wives the way that they love them. They love themselves. And when you start to understand that they don't love themselves, that a lot of the times there's a lot of self-hate issues. That's why, because I think this, within the last six months, For me, it's coming to the realization that we are really, 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 really different than the XYs because a lot of the times when you hear myself and or other women, when we would question, I'm like, I don't understand how he could toe tag his wife. I don't understand how he could toe tag his girlfriend. I don't understand how he can toe tag his kids because to us, we have this bond, right? Like we have this understanding of like, that's mine. Like we see the humanity of the person. We see that they're, you know especially for our children. And I think relating to other women, it's a very intimate process when you allow somebody into your space. And we fall in love with, you know, I've talked about like even, of course, my last relationships. I genuinely liked them as people. We had good laughs. We went out, we hung out together. I genuinely cared about those people. Yeah, I'll say they can kick rocks, you know, and I I still feel like sometimes they can go and kick rocks barefoot, you know, and, and type of thing and break a leg and all this other stuff. But, but not I, and, and the day will come, you know, when at some point, the the news will come in, whether you know, they're if they, you know, probably, and it could be when we're way, way older, you know, convalescent years and stuff like that, where, you know, they will pass away and word will get around. They passed away or something bad happened to them. And it will still bring me some type of um grief because it's like, yeah, it was, it's, it's sad to hear. And so it's, but, but XYs don't register that way. There is no you know, it's so funny because they'll say these hoes ain't loyal, right? And, but it's really the other way around. Like, these guys have no loyalty to, you know, if if it's your mother, if it's your brother, if it's your cousin, if it's your sister, if it's your son, if it's your child, if it's a woman that loved you, hugged you, cooked for you, cleaned for you, put your best interest in you really wanted to see the best for you. There's like no loyalty there. Right? And I I'm I I I'm wanting to kind of circle back because my whole thing was kind of like it's so sad because the mom you would think that even the mom would be able to tell her like Miha, you know, like 
this is not the way, you know, and I don't know to what degree she would have listened to her mom. And at that point, you just figure, you know what, because I I can understand kind of like what happened, like I'm just deducing. So the daughter is biracial. Mom's, you know, doesn't want to be the quote unquote racist and say that this guy is whatever, probably has some type of Christian sprinklings in there. So it's kind of like, well, we can love him past his felonies. We can love him past, you know, his bad temper and everything he's done to other people. And if we show him genuine, authentic love, then maybe, you know, this will heal him. Like it's, it's part of like a savior complex, right? It's part of like a savior complex. And I think that's why a lot of us women get in trouble too, because it's this whole idea of like, well, I'm going to be better than the other woman. Um, remember that one song? I can love you better than she can. I can love you. I can love you better than she can. And then she's like, if I told you once, I told you twice. Da-da-da. Right? That rap song. I think it's... um, uh, With Little Kim... I told you, mm, yeah, because she's like, so you want to bumble with the bees, huh? Yeah, but <clears throat> let's, it's it's just, you know, really unfortunate. And, um, I you know, this is so weird, too, because I was talking to my cousin the the, uh, the other day, and, and it, I really love that cousin. We need to stay more in touch because, like I said, I didn't grow up around my cousins, so... Um, this cousin, she has always been the sweetest to me. And I feel like, um, we got to spend time more in my teens. Oh my gosh. She has the best personality ever, but we, she, she reached out and it's like, we are long overdue. It part of, it part of goes both ways. Cause I really do like her, um, type of thing and just keeping in touch, especially, you know, there, there's no excuse really at this, in this, she, she works full time, but she works in a prison, right? And long story short, she's talking about this 19-year-old girl, like, basically ended up um, sleeping with one of the, the officers. The wife found out, made all kinds of threats to her, and then she ended up sleeping with one of the sex offenders in the prison. And it got caught on the prison um, surveillance of her, like, giving head to the guy. And, but... If you hear that story off the rip, you'd have been like, oh, my God, like she's basically like a motherless child. Like, does she have no no one to guide her or to counsel her? But it's it's stories like that that make me just wonder. And I've said this before, too. I really do feel like at a young age, you just decide that you're just going to do what you want to do because she's my cousin was the one looking out for her. She's 19, just turned 20. Right. I think, or no, 18, just turned 19, something like that. And then, or yeah, definitely not more than 21. I think she's like, she started, she got the job after she turned 18. And then um, the the prison guy found out she was like, because he has a thing for minors and he's 40 years old. So she just turned 19 and he, t- <laughs> woo, y'all. I don't know if I'm going to leave this one up, but, but, um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to find you. Well, apparently she thought that was like, I don't know. So, but in both instances, they told her, they're like, do not tell this person where you live. Do not give them your number, report the information, you know, 
always be on your guard and they even give them training and she's just steady breaking all the rules it's like and like at this point all of us know she's gonna end up on on girls on lust girls on lust you know um and there's another story remember from girl on lust where i'm pretty sure i did a podcast on it because i remember playing the clip and it was like her parents told her, like, a lot of people were telling her, this is not the way, like, leave him alone, you know, before they got married, and she still got married, and it didn't mean ish, you know, doesn't matter if it's, if you're the wife, or, and, and it comes down to, if they don't love themselves, they're not going to love you, right, and, and this kind of ties into, like, remember when I was talking about how, you know, a lot of us women were told to like, oh, date the ugly guy. He's going to love you. You know, he's going to appreciate you and put you on a pedestal and treat you better because, excuse me, y'all. I just had some A&W root bear. The zero calorie. I'm going to do a separate podcast on that one. Oh, it's so freaking good, y'all. Um, But, um, mm, lost my train of thought. Mm. We were talking about how he he's incapable of if he doesn't love you, if he doesn't love himself, he's not going to love you. And so if he and so we think okay, if he's ugly and he understands that you know other girls haven't given him attention, if I treat him good and if I give him a chance then you know, he will at least cherish that, you know, I was able to see past what everybody else sees, you know, because and we talk about this all the time. And um, I, 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 I am unapologetic. Listen, this is how you know, like I am past um, being easy on these guys. Kid you not, yesterday, there was a guy that called into Kendra's show. And I, like I said, for the most part, I will sit there and I will mind my business and I'm usually doing something in the background. But true to form, I think just like with the whole black women experience thing too, what generally happens is the reason these guys even come on our radar and we start to see that they have like, you know, little small baby fingers, like for uh, Vienna sausage, uh, Vienna sausage fingers and baby teeth and dirty clothes and just not the most attractive is because they started it's like you started i'm gonna finish it and that's part of my personality too like that's scorpionic energy i will be over here minding my sweet business you don't try to step on me i'm not gonna use my stinger but the minute you come on my radar you try to step on me like yeah no i'm gonna I'm sting you to death like <laughs> you've got to go but um so this guy, you he has apparently cerebral palsy. I'm like, okay, well, he's calling in. You know, cerebral palsy guys need love too. Th- why does he say, y'all, he goes, I just don't want a gold digger. When I tell you my head doing, do, 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 like, skirt. Oh, pause. Wait, 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 wait. What? He said, I don't want no... <laughs> Let me let me not be too too disrespectful, but at the same time, I'm like I'm not gonna be if you, if you're gonna be you spitting out Kevin Samuel talking points, um, so with cerebral palsy, then yeah, 
I'm going to roast you. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't. And I, I kind of like my personality too, because I feel like the older I get, I'm just going to be like zero F's given. It's kind of a pity. I don't have like grandkids to be like, Oh my gosh, my grandma. Da, 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 da. No, probably if my niece have, if she decides to have kids, yeah, they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, my grandaunt, she just goes in on people. So he's talking about, Oh, I don't want no gold digger. So at this point, like the chat goes to like a screeching halt for like a mini second, like skirt. Who, who is gold digging this guy with cerebral palsy? And so Kendra's like, what? She's like, somebody tried to, to, to uh, you know, take you for your money. He's like, yeah, I took this girl out to eat and she expected me to pay for the meal. Listen, cerebral palsy or not, if you can't afford to pay for your girlfriend's meal, then you don't deserve the company of a woman. Point blank, period. Right? Period. I feel like somebody needs to sit down with him and be like, listen, this is what it is. You're just going to have to like stick your life to like becoming artistic and painting and drawing or music or something. But this is not the way, my guy. Like, no. If he, if he, if he is bold enough to clickety clack himself onto social media and be spitting out talking points from incels talking about, I don't want her taking me for my gold. I took this girl out to eat and. And and it's reminding me of the guy I told you before. He I think it's in the title. I'm not, I don't remember the title at this point on Kendra G shows, but it was like um if you can't afford a girlfriend, then you don't deserve to be in the company of a woman, period. I think some people should be really just going out of this world just dry AF, just drier than a stack of hay in the middle of July. You know, just dry. But, um, yeah, y'all, let me finish watching this video. I'm 18 minutes through, and I I like how the judge is kind of just (laughs) checking this guy. Um, Like I said, I'm really glad that Black Girl on Lost posted the trial. And it's surprisingly only for a few minutes. I guess this is... um, the preliminary so i will hopefully there's more news coverage on this so i can follow it i hope that she does get justice and um it's just really a tragedy you know um what's kind of disturbing this guy really should get life in prison um i think somebody said it before too but us women really need to push for harsher sentences like anytime there's rape involved or anytime there's anything along the lines of murder because this guy will be out in like 15 years and have a whole other family and 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 I really hope it's seared into his mind that he killed his firstborn child you know and it, it's weird like I said before too because us women are the ones who have those sentiments we are the ones that kind of just sit back and we're like I don't understand how you could kill kids I think even when it's me, when I thought about having my own little children and my own mini-me's, it's kind of like my little genetic replication of my, my baby's going to look like me with, it's either going to have the features of me or so, I used to say I wanted a love child. Like you can hear my older stuff and I'm like, I really love the idea of like, it's going to look like somebody that I love 
and so, like a combination of me because that's how my par- me and my parents are like all of us are a combination of my parents and so it's been interesting you know even like with our disciplinary problems and stuff like that and figuring out parenting it's funny because in many ways I look just like half like my mom and half like my dad we have lots of pictures where sometimes I'm like in the middle and if you split it it's like I if you pulled up to my mom I look just like my mom or if I hold up like just me and my dad, I look just like my dad. But then like how I have his personality and how we do certain stuff. And then like one of my brothers, he is just like the spitting like personality traits of my grandpa. Like right down to like when he gets upset, he does his head a certain way and he's, his ears turn red and his cheeks turn red. Oh, oh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Right. Just like a little stuff like that. But. And so it's just like this idea of like you bond with these with with people in general and you hold those um, connections, you know, in a higher regard. And, um, you know, even me saying like, oh, I hope he understands that he toe tagged his firstborn son or daughter means nothing to him. You know? You'd say, oh, um, you know, like that 19-year-old that shot his 14-year-old sister in the face. Oh, who does that? Who would, you know, toe-tag their own sister? You know, saw her boy. So there's a five-year difference. I, my, the difference, age difference between me and all my brothers were all two years apart. So I remember more so when the last baby was born. He was six, he's six years younger than me. I still remember when they brought him home and... Obviously, I do love all my brothers, even though, you know, we've grown into adults and the the way things pan out, we become adults and, and, you know, but, um, so he saw his, his sister be born, knew what it was like to see her basically go from cradle to, you know, so 14, she's just getting it going into junior high and becoming this whole personality and, I find it difficult, like, girls for the most part are not, they're not difficult at all, you know, they're usually, and and I'm, I bet you what triggered him is, I don't even know, I wouldn't even be surprised if there was, like, sexual assault of her too or something, because for the most part, she would be the one trying to do her homework or trying to, you know, just be in her own corner or in her room so I can't imagine anything a 19-year-old boy is going to be babysitting his own siblings and her just being so out of line that he has to be enraged to to toe tag her. And, and my whole thing with that, too, is he bought that gun with every intention of using it. And I feel like he been been wanting to um find a reason to harm her and stuff. So I don't know, you guys. It's just... It's a lot sometimes, but all right, let me go. I am, I did come home a little bit early today, so I'm actually getting to put out content like this. Um, and um, I might do one teeny tiny little video uh, podcast after this one about some keto stuff, but I do want to keep them separate just to kind of respect the stories of the people I'm talking about, right? Um, in this podcast and um, but but I, I if you do have time, definitely listen to like his his talking points, his arguments, 
And then we will hear, so that, that sounds like that was the um, defense attorney. And then after this, and I suppose we will hear from the prosecutor. If there's anything else, I will come on and add it to the bottom of this one. What I'll do is I'll upload it. Um, and then I know like one of two, one or two, one or two of you will hear it. Um, but usually by the time I add on the rest of the stuff, that's when the majority of people, it starts to come into your uh, timeline and then you'll hear the rest of it. All right. Until the next one. Bye. Y'all, let me go back like phew, 10 seconds. They're like, the judge is like, I don't have any jurisdiction over, you know, like people making TikToks or like a YouTuber discussing this. Um, another interesting thing, cause, um, it's been maybe about three hours since my first recording. Um, I just did some stuff around the house and I was talking to my parents for a good while. We had a good chat. It was, it was nice. We always have a good time talking, but we we're just kind of catching up cause they were busy yesterday. So, but, so I went back to finish watching the, the, um, video and, and this lawyer, mm, it, I don't understand how people can do defense. Although that being said, not, um, yeah, defense attorneys, um, one of the ladies I met last year, she's a defense attorney and she's like, yeah, we have ways to, to like, even though we do defense, we have ways to make sure that they will end up getting, you know, the, the sentence or, or that type of thing. So, but, um, this guy was trying to say that he didn't want the previous acquittal to be mentioned in this trial, um, but that's inevitable because remember the whole reason he, the whole reason for her getting out of the house is that he lured her. He told her that, um, he was going to take her to a party to celebrate the acquittal of, for the murder of the other two people. So I don't know how he's going to tap dance around why he was going to meet up with her, um, for any other thing, I'm pretty sure it's going to show that she was dressed a certain way. I'm pretty sure, you know, like like she's going to a party. Pretty sure she would have told her friends that she was going to the party. And also um, text messages and whatnot. And he also did tell the police officers that he um, he didn't want to be a father. So I don't know how he's going to tap dance around that. But um, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. So... Um, but yeah, let me play this part of where she says that. Let me go back like five more seconds. And then the volume is like high up. That's the thing about like court cases too. Sometimes the volume is so low. Here we go. The TikTok person, some family, the family, somebody over in the BBC. I mean, I, 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 it, it, I don't have any control over this. I mean, it just kind of is what it is. Okay, so the families are often. I have no control over the random YouTuber, the TikTok person, some family, the family, somebody over in the BBC. I mean, I, 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 it, it, I don't have any control over this. <laughs> and she don't have no control over podcasters such as myself, making sure that this story stays out in the, you know, forefront. And also, like I said, most of you know, several content creators have covered this and that not um, excluding Black Girl on Lost. So just want to keep a pulse on this. And it it's really comes down to a sense of entitlement, you know, kind of making it seem like, oh, he's not going to have a fair trial if the media gets a hold of this. I 
really do appreciate that it went viral and it's unfortunate that all the others don't but at some point we're gaining momentum because every life matters you know and and you did you hear what I let me let me kind of just um not go down that tangent because I am a little bit sleepy I had a long day and I'm doing a different like um been doing fasted workouts which means that I do end up feeling a little bit more tired later in the day, surprisingly, because it's really pulling from the energy I used to have when I would have a breakfast before I work out and stuff. So I'm just kind of readapting to that. But, um, y'all, life is so precious and it's just unfortunate that people think that they can just snuff it out, you know? Um, someone who has their whole life ahead of them. And, and, and I will close out with this. I am, she has like three more minutes on the video, so I don't think I'll be coming back to do any type of capstone on this, but, um, we knew this was going to happen when they passed the Roe versus Wade, um, when they reversed it and made abortions illegal. Right. So it's kind of like we knew femicides were already high. Um, the most vulnerable time for a woman is when she finds out she's pregnant um, and or tries to leave. Um, and at this point, when you're talking about the femicide rates have gone from five hours to four hours, um, every five, every four to five hours, this is it starts to add up. And so there's countless stories, countless names, countless faces countless people countless lives being torn apart by this and and you know I still I can still remember the little girl's face she was on black girls on lost I don't remember her name but the mom had moved on she was a medical um in the medical field and was able to take care of her daughter but still wanted the dad to be involved in the in the daughter's life sweet little girl you guys and one of the last pictures they have of her, her little smile, her little pigtails, sweet little baby girl angel, he killed her because he didn't want to pay child support. And the I remember, I think the child support was like $25 a week, you guys. So the mom just dropped off the daughter for his vis- custody visit um, for him to to meet with her. And he killed her. Because he didn't want to pay $25 a week for child support. And it's like, no, you know, like how Pretty Black, pretty black Magic said, no values, no morals, <clears throat> no regard for this little girl, for her future, for her identity. Life is just, you know. But I'm glad that there's coverage on this and... I'm glad that there's pushback. You know, you're not just going to take someone's life and and not expect repercussions. You know, I think we've we've done that for too long and and like I hinted at before and then I'm going to get off of here. Women, we really need to push for stricter um harsher penalties for crimes against women. Um and against women and children. And the days of letting them out after, you know, 15 years or seven years or six years, 25 years, like it needs to be. Oh, and this was the other thing. Um, 
the apparently so this is in Florida. He can be um he's facing I think uh is it uh execution if I'm not mistaken. If not it's life in prison and I'm not going to go back and and play it. So that that was reassuring to hear. I'm pretty sure I want to believe that they're going to stick it to him. Um you know and, and really I don't think this guy should ever walk amongst us um upstanding law-abiding citizens i think he definitely is a threat to the community if he's doing that to someone that's supposed to that he was intimate with and someone that he was supposed to quote-unquote love you know a lot of us use that term and do that to his own child then what is he going to do with people that he has no familial connection to people that he could care less about so absolutely he does not need to be back out in society. I think, in my opinion, I feel like him getting acquitted from the other two murders, I really feel like it made him emboldened. Like, I feel like it made him feel like, oh man, I can really get, like, he felt like he was invincible and that he could just continue to get away with it. And like I said, he, if you listen to some of the newer stuff, I mean, the older stuff, he did initially claim self-defense that he said that the baby mom tried to attack him. Which is the same defense that he used with the two young men that, you know, allegedly he um he killed. Because he was acquitted, so I'm pretty sure they're going to revisit that as they should. And um and I mean if he gets life in prison for this one, then I mean it's it's kind of hard on the first the first set of family to get them justice for the two young men, but but if they only give like two or three years for killing her and his and his child, then I think they should press revisit the other two and maybe add on like maybe another like five more years. And again, these type of like serial killers should not be I, I don't think they should be out on the Amongst this. That's just my opinion. I think we need stiffer penalties. So. Alright (laughs) y'all. When I tell you. These fasted workouts. So it's it's really early. It's still in the. It's it's just barely night time. And. I'm falling asleep earlier. And then kind of just um a little bit more on the tired side so we'll see all right i'll do a separate podcast on that i'll talk to you later bye